0: This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth I'm Christy I'm Beth And And we're we're sisters sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies You know what we're not? Perfect Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you We share real-life experiences And the lessons we continue to learn With the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose Let's do this, Christy Hey, Beth. Hey, Christy. How you doing, girl? I'm doing good. How you doing? Fantastic. Good. I slept in the basement last night by myself without the baby. (laughs) That sounds weird when you (laughs) say it like that. I slept in the basement. (laughs) Well, Steve and I have started uh, trading off some because... Wait, is my mic on? Yeah, I can hear you in my ears. Oh, you know what I did? What? I turned our headphone- my headphones down earlier because you were very loud, and so I oh, had to I'm turn sorry. it out. Turn them back up <laughs> so you can hear good. So what I was going to say is, oh, that's not it.
1: That he hasn't been sleeping at all, and so y'all have to yeah, trade so like y'all can get
0: sleep? Yeah, so sometimes we trade out, and he'll go sleep in the basement just so that he can have a night, and then sometimes I'll go down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have gone down there very little might I add. Mm-hmm. As in I take care of the responsibility <laughs> of it at night most of the time. <laughs> I think that kinda comes naturally for the mom most of the time. But it's super nice when I get to go down there and just have sleep a for sleep for a few hours, yeah, yeah uninterrupted. Yeah.
1: It's I'm nice. Kidding. Well good. I'm glad. So you're feeling a little bit more rested. Yes. I woke up good. this morning feeling feeling a lot better. Good. I'm glad. You need it. Yeah.
0: I need to do that more often. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, if you don't get good sleep, you can't. I mean, it adds up. I mean, you can you can skip and have a couple nights where you don't sleep good. Yeah, and function, but two months of that. <laughs> yeah, it adds up after a while. Yeah. Uh, that's good though that you're you're switching out so
0: you can at least get those couple days or whatever in yeah, and some decent it's, sleep it's so helpful I'm amazed at how much more um, clear headed and productive and just how much better I feel you know you don't you don't realize after a while when you skip sleep skip sleep skip it skip it skip it mm-hmm. then it just starts snowballing and catching up with you and it affects you in so many different ways yeah because Shepherd has officially
1: won wouldn't you say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've tried everything. You've tried yes. the sleep sleep training where you make him stay in his bed and just comfort him. You've tried shifting his schedule an hour. You've tried everything and he won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, because once you try everything, some babies just have to grow out of it. Yeah, I, I have. I've taken advice from so many people. I've read all these things. I've tried all the different things that they say to do to help them sleep better, mm-hmm. to get them on a, you know, a regular sleep schedule. where they're where where they sleep through the night, and he just nope, Mm-mm. nope, nope, nope. Well, not.
1: Well, you know, you're you're working around it at least switching off and getting some sleep when you can basement sleep <laughs> but at least you're, at least you're able to do that
0: well so and one one on a positive note of him but he doesn't sleep well but during the day he is the best baby mm-hmm. he's so good he doesn't cry I'm very blessed when it comes to that because he's just a really good happy fun mm-hmm. just healthy you know just I mean, He's great in every other way. He just doesn't like to sleep. He Mm -hmm. just wakes up a lot. So hopefully he grows out of it. I
1: feel (laughs) bad because I I definitely would not even be able to function if I hadn't slept in 10 months. But let's talk about one of our favorite subjects food. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk about like our third favorite subject right now. Okay. Um, Authenticity and just being authentic,
0: kind of letting go of all of the fake. we like it so much that we named our podcast life authentic we did and
1: you can talk about being authentic and say you're authentic but are you really and how comfortable are you with being authentic do you even know like your authentic self yeah because i didn't for a really long time i didn't
0: either i didn't either
1: so like what is
0: authenticity to you Authenticity is being comfortable enough with yourself to accept yourself for who you are Mm -hmm. and not being afraid to let everyone else see who you really are. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's it in a nutshell to me. Just, you know, and, and, and really allowing yourself and loving yourself enough to accept yourself and realize that, you're good enough. You don't have to try to be anything that you're not. You don't have to try to live up to somebody else's expectations that they put out for you. You don't have to change yourself to accommodate other people. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you you just, you feel free to be who you really are. And and you accept the fact that not everybody's going to like you.
1: Yeah, because I feel like I feel like authenticity or the the lack of authenticity is rooted in fear most of the time. So why are people fake? Why aren't we our authentic selves? Why doesn't it just come naturally? And I'm I'm sure for some people it does. For like I said, for me it took me a while to really become who I really was or who I really am because I feared things. Mm-hmm. I feared judgment I feared rejection I feared not being good enough I feel I feared failure that if I wasn't in this certain way that I would fail in some way and we just talked about failure is just part of the process that's just life authentic no pun intended <laughs> yeah but I feel I feel like the lack of authenticity is rooted in fear a lot of times because you're you're afraid that whoever you are and who your real self is is not good enough in some way will be rejected in some way.
0: I agree with you a hundred percent for myself being the oldest child, being raised in an environment in a church that was very strict as far as the rules and the way that people looked at you and I always felt like because our, our dad and our grandpa were, were preachers at this church at d- different times. And I felt I was always told as the oldest child and being sort of a youth leader in the church that you have to be this certain way because everybody's watching you. You have to be an example. You have to be the example. And so while I think being an example is great, for me, I took that like you said. I had a fear later in life that like I for instance, I didn't feel a certain way about religion. I didn't believe the same way that a lot of people believed that I was raised up around. And for a long time I was afraid to really delve into that because it it was fear like, well, what if I'm wrong or what if they look at me like this? And then other aspects of really being brave enough to be who I really was was that like you said I was afraid I was going to let somebody down or I was afraid that I wasn't going to be good enough and people weren't going to like me and it took me a long time to get to the point where I really don't care now not to sound calloused but I'm confident enough in myself and who I am that I know that I'm a good person and while I'm not perfect and I don't I make a lot of mistakes I know that I that I that I try to do the best that I can mm-hmm. and I think that's I mean that's the best any of us can do but but getting to that point is so freeing because it really sucks to be in a place to where you feel like you're really not good enough and I used to think Why do people say that they don't feel good enough? And, you know, I mean, I feel good enough. And then when I really got down to it and faced myself, I was like, no, I don't. Everything that I'm every way that I'm acting right now and everything that I'm dealing with is because deep down, I don't feel good enough because I'm trying to live my life to make somebody else happy and try to impress somebody else or to try to be how somebody else wants me to be. And then when I finally got to the point and didn't let that go, I was like, oh, this feels good not to care. Like, if you like me, then you like me. If you don't, sorry, you're lost.
1: And we're all entitled to our different beliefs and our different opinions. We are. So feeling like you're going to be judged or like us growing up in that environment where it was like, you're going to be judged. Get ready. So be real good Mm -hmm. so that when you're judged, people's opinions after they judge you will be that okay you're good you meet the criteria and you yeah know. so letting go of that fear of being judged and also with what you believe and how you feel it's okay if you don't feel and believe the way the person next to you does mm-hmm. you're everyone's entitled to that what's important is that you stay true to your your core values and your core beliefs and sometimes it's hard to find those, beliefs and to really know what your core values are if those have always been pressed upon you mm-hmm. and because of your environment or your friend groups or whatever it, you have been taught these are your values and this is what you believe right. and I'm the same way you are obviously we grew up in the same household and same environment but that fear of being judged of being if I do this, I'm going to get judged this way. If I do this, I'm going to get judged that way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like so much of that in this, in, say it for me, <laughs> inauthenticity. Yep, that's it, <laughs> is in just rooted in fear. And even if it's not fear of judgment, it's fear, like you said, of not being good enough. And so the first place I think you have to start is just being self-aware and being mindful of who am I, what are my core beliefs, what are my values, and being very aware of your flaws and the sides of you that, you know, that you might not be able to embrace. You might need to change and you might need to work on, but it all starts with mindfulness and being self-aware.
0: I agree 100%. It, it you have to go look in the mirror, so to speak, and really examine yourself and decide who you really are mm-hmm. who who like who am I at, at my core? How do I really feel? you know how how do I how do I believe what 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 things are important to me? because like you said, it's really easy. I think there are so many people. Who probably have dealt with this, and maybe you're still dealing with it, that you were raised a certain way and taught to believe and taught to be and taught to act a certain way, and you just go through your life doing that, and at some point something may happen, or you're just not happy, and and all of a sudden you have to just look at yourself and say, hey, wait a minute, what's wrong? I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm somebody else in my own skin. I don't even feel like my. I, like I've lost my true identity, mm-hmm. which is a super scary place to be, because when I went through
1: really being self-aware and finding myself, for me, there was a detachment all of a sudden and like an identity crisis, because it's hard when you come to the knowledge that you might not believe the way that you've said you believed or thought you believed for 20 something years or ever how long it may be. Yeah, it can be it can be really hard and really scary. Because for me, it was I felt like I had this whole identity crisis of who am I? Like, who really am I? And you have to be to be authentic, you have to be who you were on the inside on the outside, right? Yeah. That's really what authenticity is. You're you're not feeling one way and or thinking one way and then portraying something else but it's really scary when you actually find out who you are on the inside because obviously you like I was being this other person on the outside but then you go but I've lived this many years of my life it just kind of feels like you're starting all the way over and for me it was kind of scary when I got to that point.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the place where you really have to learn to trust yourself and trust the God that's within you Mm -hmm. and understand that you are who you are for a reason and you feel the way that you feel for a reason, especially if you're a person, if you are like I said earlier, trying to do the best that you can. You're searching for the answers and you're you're, you know, trying to sort of find your place in the world and, and who you really who you really want to be at your core. You have to learn to trust that once you find it, even though it's scary sometimes, because, like you said, you might realize that you don't feel the way that you said you did your whole life. You may realize that you've been living a lie and you look at things totally different. You feel totally different. And you have to learn to trust yourself, though, and just go with it. That was hard for me to do for a long time, even having like certain intuitions or feelings, or, you know, I would feel. I wouldn't have peace about a situation and I would be so troubled, but then I would second guess myself, well, it's probably because of this or it's probably because of that. And the older I get, the more I've learned to trust myself that no, I feel that way for a reason because something's not right. I have to trust that authentic part of myself that, that is trying to guide me in the right way in my life. Yeah. You said something to me one time you
1: said, I never want our podcast to sound like I mean obviously everybody that listens to our podcast some people don't even know us personally and uh, you know plenty of people aren't like close acquaintances or friends but you said I would never want like one of my close friends to listen and then compare it to the real life me yeah and go like that doesn't sound like you Christy what are you doing right and I think it's true that you have to listen to your inner voice because we all have that inner voice. I mean, a lot of a lot of times we ignore it for so long that it's harder to find, mm-hmm. but it's there. And trusting that inner voice and trusting that those feelings that you have that that's your true self.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Going back to the being who you are on the out on the inside on the outside, yeah, and really listening to that, so that you start to become that.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, there's this sort of trend now. It's the only way that I know how to put it. There's like this trend of authenticity. And what I mean by that is, you know, you never, at least I don't remember years ago, even though people talked about it, it wasn't nearly as broadcast and it wasn't like a catchphrase. Now I feel like everybody is like, oh, be your authentic self, you know, find your authenticity. And on one hand, I think it's great because I feel like it's brought more awareness Mm -hmm. and it's given people the confidence to, to accept who they are and to realize that they are good enough. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I feel like it has sort of become such a trend that a lot of people sort of play off of it if that makes sense it's like advertised yeah yeah it's like a fake authenticity (laughs) like you you yeah i think i told you earlier you don't to be authentic you don't have to really try to be authentic you allow yourself Mm -hmm. to be authentic you allow that what's on the inside of you to come out and be who you really are and don't get me wrong if anybody is about personal development and being a better person, it's you and me. We talk about that all the time. That's one of the main things that this podcast is about, is is being the best version of yourself that you can be. But that's just it, being the best version of yourself, not somebody else, not what somebody feeds you that tells you you have to be or need to be. It's being that best version. So while I think that you should allow yourself to be authentic, don't use that as a crutch to say oh, well, I'm just being my authentic self and this is just how I am. Like, I can't, I don't have the patience for that. Like, I, you know, be your authentic self, but be the best version and never stop improving and trying to be a better version of yourself because we all, I don't care how great we are or how much we've improved. In my opinion, we always have room to give more, to be better, to do more, to to love more to be more authentically ourselves and so i guess what i'm saying is just don't don't use that as an excuse and also really be authentic don't (laughs) don't don't talk about authenticity and not be authentic like don't be fake
1: yeah a little real takes you miles further than a lot of fake
0: you <laughs> know if someone's
1: real with me like real real not not the advertisement of look I'm so authentic I'm living my most authentic life mm-hmm. but if someone's real with me I'm gonna feel first of all so much more connected in just a human sense because we're all we're all humans we all make mistakes we all grow and develop and change over the years too but that little bit of realness, I can have a conversation with someone with a little bit of realness and then have hours of a conversation with a lot of fakeness. And at the end of it, I feel so much more connected and like a, like something genuine mm-hmm. than I do with all of the others. So I feel like it's really easy to spot or to feel if someone is being real and genuine and authentic i agree and and it and it's it helps form connection i feel like with other people when you when you are real and we ever been around somebody that everything's great and everything's perfect and then i don't know say your moms and you're talking about stuff and one person saying how great and how their kids grades are and of course we all brag on our kids but and then the one mom speaks up and is like this is hard and the other day I hid in my pantry because my kids were driving me nuts and all of a sudden you're like you relate to that <sighs> yeah. because you're like yeah like yeah. that's real that's raw you're just being honest and and yes we love our kids and we're proud of them but also that's the real side that that is like the hardest job ever and sometimes you just have to go hide in the pantry and say, Oh, my God, I need a minute. But you know what I mean? That makes you all of a sudden feel like, okay, you know, we're all human here.
0: Yeah, or you're in a group and somebody's talking about or not maybe in a group, maybe you've seen something posted on social media, for instance, because I think there's a lot of fakeness on social media and on the internet in general, but, you know, someone talking about how their fan- their husband is the most fantastic thing in the world, and their relationship is so wonderful, and they have it all figured out and beautiful, you know, and I'm sitting over here like, oh, well, that's cool, because I just cussed Steve out this morning, and I was, <laughs> I'm mad, and I can't stand him right now, you know, I yeah. love him, but, yeah. like, we're we're mad at each other right now, because we're, we don't have it all figured out, we're, you know, we're just, we're doing the best we can, because, mm-hmm we're being ourselves. Yes, exactly. But,
1: but also in that moment of you saying that someone else could go, Oh, glad somebody's real in here. Well, and that's why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Me too. I mean, that was kind of the whole point of our podcast is, you know, we want to share those things. Look, I determined a long time ago, I'm going to say things on here that people probably won't like. I'll probably be awkward a lot of times, but that—that that is just who I am. I try to become better at communicating and not being quite as awkward, but that's just who I am, and I never want to be the person that tries to act like I have it all figured out and that I know everything, because that's not me. Like I don't have a perfect relationship. My kids aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. Like, my family's not perfect, but does that mean you're less than? No, no it doesn't. No, mm-hmm. no. But what that does, you know what that does? When what I does look at it, <laughs> let me tell you, girl, <laughs> what it does is when you acknowledge those things that you're not perfect and you don't have a perfect relationship, you don't have it all figured out, then you can look at it and say, but you know what? You know what? I see right here. I could do this and that would make my relationship better. Or, you know, I could feel better if I worked out or ate better. Or, you know, I I would probably be a better person if I would think about others and try to give to them and help them and not always be in my own mind worrying about my own problems. So admitting that and allowing yourself to be imperfect allows you to help yourself and make yourself a better person. Yeah, that's where that self-acceptance,
1: well, self-awareness, because... You like you said the things that that you you don't necessarily say. I'm just going to embrace that. It might be I just need to work on that. Yeah. But unless you're self-aware and you have that mindfulness, mm-hmm. then that acceptance, that self-acceptance, will never come along, and that personal growth will never take place because you're not even aware. I mean, the worst person that you can lie to is yourself. And if you are inauthentic for that long, you actually start to believe that you're that fake person. And and that must feel like a horrible detachment to be so far into that, that you really start to believe that the fake shell person is the real person. And I think that's called delusion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is you know it's that's, not funny but it it sort of is yeah but I
1: mean that's that's really what happens is people start to believe something you know for so long that they become delusional and that can't be a good place of connectivity and groundedness
0: well no and I think this is a good place to bring this up and that is you and I do this to each other sometimes I've done it to other people I trust but Asking somebody else, like maybe you're going through a growth phase in your life or you're having some questions about yourself or whatever the case may be, you know, reach out to somebody that you love and trust and just ask them their opinion of you and how they view you. Mm -hmm. Like I texted you the other day and asked you if I was going to do this and this, Mm -hmm. how would I do it and what would I say in your opinion? And you sent me back all the stuff, which was so sweet. It made me feel so good. But it was it kind of reconnected me with some things with myself that I really had not considered, and you know a lot of times people like that, and, and like I said, make sure it's somebody you love and trust because
1: well because we also like I was sending you things of about your strengths and the things that I see in you that I think that you're good at and you excel at, but by the same token, we have plenty of times looked at each other and said. <laughs> Yeah, you're like that. That's negative. Yeah. Yep. We need to work on that. Mm-hmm. And that's the person you want to ask because you want to ask someone who's your biggest fan, mm-hmm. who's honest, who's on your side, but that will be real with you. And hopefully you're asking a very authentic person too that's not gonna blow smoke as they say because, you know, you don't want somebody to just come back, oh, you know, this you're great and everything's great. Yeah. You really want to know. Because how we view ourselves is very, very different a lot of times than how others view us. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to to have that opinion of, of how someone else sees you.
0: Well, and because somebody who, who truly loves you also, even if they're telling you like something that you do that's not the best or something you need to improve on, they're going to do it in a loving way and they're going to be honest with you and say, well... You're really good at this, mm-hmm. but you could like you get really upset when this happens, or maybe this is something you need to work on. And somebody who really loves you, though, they're they're going to be honest with you and and help you with that.
1: Yeah, it, it's hopefully. I mean, that's that's kind of why authentic friends. I feel like if you if you have sometimes your, your friend group or the people that you spend time around the most can be the reason that someone's being fake. If you're in a group of people that are not those people like we just talked about who were, will shoot straight with you, good and bad, mm-hmm. but you always know they're on your side and they're your biggest fan, they see you for who you are. But if you surround yourself with a bunch of fakeness, then you're going to have to produce fakeness in order to Make everyone in that group happy if you can form genuine connections, real connections with authentic people, then you're not going to feel the need yourself to put on a show and to be a certain way because true friendships and true connections they know who you really are and they're not going to expect you to be anything else. Actually, to the contrary. They're going to call you out if you start being fake. And they're going to be like, this is not who you really are. I don't know what's happening, but I know the real you. And that's so important. And if you feel like you're being fake or you're not being authentic because you're trying to impress those people, maybe you need new people.
0: Yeah, you know, I would rather have one authentic friend that cut it straight with me than 10 fake I mean, I think I've pretty much said that before, but it's just honestly the way that I feel. And you want those people that encourage you, that support you and lift you up, but that also that are honest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, also, I would rather have the friend or the acquaintance that looks at me and says, yeah, I argued with my husband this morning or I'm doing great, but I'm still trying to figure this out or I still can't lose this weight or I'm still having a hard time with my boss. Like... Just the human aspect (laughs) of being real, Mm -hmm. because that is one thing that connects you to people is realizing, hey, we all go through things. We're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And we help each other. You know, I get may go through something and I may be able to help another person through that. Somebody else may go through something and be able to help me out. But if we're never honest and authentic about our life and our experiences, You negate that and you can't you can't really help somebody the way that you could if you just let yourself be who you really are. Yeah. And do you find with those people, those people are the people that you don't
1: have to have a social battery with. You know, (laughs) I love people like that, because if you truly have an authentic connection with somebody who's authentic themselves, you don't have to have that social battery where you can just be. Yes. You know, we, we talk about our friend Lindsay. We have a couple friends named Lindsay, but one we will just say neighbor Lindsay. That'll separate them. But we laugh and we've said that about her before. Like, we don't have to have a social battery. And it's because she's just a very real authentic friend. Mm-hmm. She just is who she is. And we have a real friendship with her. Yeah. And so when you're around those people, I feel like you don't have to use the same amount of energy You don't. To keep the conversation going or to do whatever activity you can just be.
0: This is why that I have such a hard time with small talk. Okay. I'm not a small talk kind of person. Like, you know, when you're networking or you're maybe not even networking, you're at at an event or you're somewhere where there are a lot of people and you may not know a lot of people. Or even some people you know but not that well. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I have such a hard time with just the little small talk of, just small talk. And I I know a lot of people struggle with this because I've talked to them and I see people post sometimes about this, but that is so draining to me because I feel like I have to try. Oh, what do you do? The weather, blah, blah, blah. And not that you can't talk about those things, but when you don't, And a lot of times you'll know immediately with somebody like some one person you may just meet immediately and you just start having a connection and you can talk to them. But, you know, others, it's like such a struggle. So anyway, that's my own personal struggle. Uh, Small talk is like somebody punching me in the face. Almost I can't. I just don't. It just strains me. You're going to love this because I don't
1: I'm not a huge fan of, of small talk either. I, I, I love deep conversations and meaningful conversations or conversations that get people excited. Mm-hmm. And I loved this the other day. I saw something where it, they were talking about how we it was a video I was watching and it was talking about how we ask questions that breed small talk. So let's change the questions. And I thought this was so cool. I was like, I'm going to start doing this because I would love if somebody asked me if you're at that dinner party or at that event. And what if somebody instead of saying and I'm not going to get this verbatim, but in essence, instead of saying, what do you do? What if somebody said, what are you passionate about? Think about how different that conversation would be. That that, would not be a small talk conversation. Because you would be talking, you would come alive. It would be something you want to talk about. I mean, who really wants to talk about what they do? If you happen to be blessed enough to be in a career that you're passionate about, sure. But a lot of people aren't like that. So when you say, what do you do? It's so small talk. What have you said? What are you passionate about? I love that. And even simple things like... um, what was the best part of your day today? Mm-hmm. I mean, how cool would that be if we just changed the conversations to have more real conversations? Do you like going to
0: social events? Are you like an introvert or <laughs> an extrovert? Like, does this come naturally to you or is it hard like it is for me? Like, Let's you not know, talk about the yeah, weather.
1: Just Let's <laughs> talk about, you know, yeah. 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 Yeah, but I, I, I'm i like that too. But it's I think since we're talking about authenticity, because that's not a very authentic conversation. Mm. Small talk is not. That was my the point. Time, I just didn't make it very no, well. No, <laughs> you did. You did make a point because it's not... It's not obviously we all do the small talk thing. We talk sure. about the weather. sure. But to really have an authentic conversation that you don't feel like, oh my God, I got to get out of this conversation or I got to yes. leave this event. You know, just it's just, it's just realness. And, you know, having people like that in your life that you can just be real with and
0: get real feedback from Mm -hmm. is everything. It is. uh, And it's your circle. I mean, we talk about that all the time, Mm -hmm. your circle, the people that you surround yourself with, you know, you, you want, you just want those people that are real and that are not afraid to be who they really are that want to see you grow, that want to grow themselves. And that's, that's all. <laughs> yeah. And and I think
1: going through your authenticity journey or really finding who you are, like we just said, what are you passionate about? Think about your passions because that inner voice is going to help you if you start asking your question the, yourself the questions, what am I really passionate about? chances are there's going to be some things that come to mind. And that's a way, a true way to be authentic too, is to ask yourself, what are my pa- passions? What do I really love? What do I really enjoy? And you'll come alive when you ask those questions. And those are the real things that you should go after and you should embrace because so many times we don't. We, we're we like, oh, well, I do this for a living and I do this. But what really excites you? What are you really passionate
0: about? Yeah, and it's okay, whatever that is. If it's truly what you're passionate about and, yes. and you love it, it, you know it doesn't matter if it's, you know, curing world hunger or, or making the prettiest cupcake. You know, it it just it doesn't whatever that is true to you and your soul. You know, I remember when I was younger, when I would date a boy, I would try to like things that they liked. <laughs> And I would try to be like, oh, yeah, I like that, too. And really, I didn't. I would try to force myself into a box and be like, yeah, I like doing that, too. And really, I didn't. That's why I say the older I get, I'm not sure how I even have a husband right now because I'm so like. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm like, I do
1: not like that. Knock yourself out. I'm not doing that. Nope, not for me.
0: Bye. Have
1: fun. But you you're attracted to people that are different. You don't want to. Yes. You don't want somebody that likes everything you like and dislikes everything you like. You want some common interests. But how boring is that to just be a, a carbon copy of the other one? Yeah, it's terrible. Mm-mm. So don't, don't feel bad because I will tell Nevada I'll be like, you want to do this? No, I I don't I mean I don't Not like that. All. More power to you. <laughs> But I'm not going to enjoy that, <laughs> and I don't like that. I mean, sometimes you make sacrifices to do something they sure, like. I but, was going to
0: say, you know, if it's something that's important to, to them or, right. or maybe something that's important to you that they might not want to do, I think you mm-hmm. should support each other in those things. But also, it's okay if you don't like the same things.
1: Yeah, you're just being authentic you know. when you say, I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. Fact. But here, here's a good point. Um, sometimes authenticity is... There's two sides. Sometimes authenticity is mistaken for being rude because authentic people tend to be just be honest people and say how they feel. Mm -hmm. But also I feel like um, people rude people hide behind authenticity and say, I'm just being real. I'm just being myself. And there's a balance there. It's fine to say, yeah, I don't like that. That's really not my thing. And if people get offended, then sorry, you're just being who you are and saying what you like. But also... Sometimes people are rude and they just give their opinions and they're like, that's just me being real. It's just who I am. So recognizing that balance, I think, of and not hiding behind authenticity so you can be a jerk is very important.
0: Yeah, basically, just don't be a jerk ever if you can help it, because <laughs> nobody likes jerks. I have been a jerk before in my life, but I try not to be a jerk now. I try I'm to a be a nice, of, good I'm a jerk. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. I, but yeah, no, that's that's a that's a very good point. Don't don't again don't use authenticity as a crutch to be a jerk. <laughs> mm-hmm. A jerk. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep growing, and you know, like I said earlier. Try to be the best version of yourself. And you have to do some self-reflection for that. You can't ever, you 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 know, you never get to a static place where you arrive and you're like, okay, I'm my most authentic best self. There's nothing else for me to change or to do better about in my life. I mean, that also is boring. Yeah, we're meant to change. We're
1: meant to grow. We're meant to evolve. That is, we said on a... a previous podcast, like you probably are never going to arrive at a destination. Anyway, you may have some stops along the way you arrive at, but it should always be a journey. And it should always be things you're growing through and being the best that you can be. And we're all human. We, We might not be the same people that we were two years ago. It it doesn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean you're being inauthentic. It just means you've learned and you grew.
0: I was just going to say, you know, you you have to allow yourself to change also. You have to allow yourself to change because, I mean, you literally took the words out of my mouth. Five years ago, I was a different person than Mm -hmm. I am now. And that's okay. I'm just becoming more authentically myself And you, you do, you do change, you, you do change and grow as you get older and you may change your total opinion on something that, that you felt differently about. Probably just means you're open-minded enough. Yeah. You may, you may realize something about yourself even later that you really loved at one point and you really don't care for anymore. And that's okay. That, that's, that's all part of your journey too. And it's okay to Mm -hmm. be that. Mm -hmm. And and we're all going to put
1: our best foot forward obviously, you're not going to walk into every room and be like, look, this is my authentic self. Let me bear it all. (laughs) You have to tell the story. Here's a good example. We were talking about, before we started recording, you were talking about a a story that Mamaw told us. And I remember hearing this story. And I love it because here's a good example of not really being authentic. Obviously, this is on a smaller scale of someone just trying to, you know, look a certain way but anyway go
0: you tell the story you were talking about it I love this story Mamma, that's that's our grandma she used to tell me this story she told it to me several times but she said my I believe it was my grandpa if I'm not mistaken he told her the story about where he went on the date with this girl and when they were eating she just had this little salad and she barely picked at her food like and he was like aren't you gonna eat more no I'm good and so he walked her back to her house. They went in, I guess, to the house for a little while and talked. And so he left. Well, he had just, he like just literally left just like a minute or two before. And he forgot his coat, I think it was. And so he just went back and opened the door and was going to get his coat. And when he looked... She was in the kitchen standing over a pot with a big spoon and she was just shoveling <laughs> food in her mouth, you know, and that story just always made me laugh so much. But that's such a good example of like the girl was too scared to to be hungry and eat. Mm-hmm. She was trying to be somebody that she wasn't. She got home and she was starving. That girl needed some food. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just that it's such a simple but funny,
1: accurate story about. I know. Memo, I've heard I've heard her tell that story so many times but I just loved, it was just as good every time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I used to
1: love to hear her tell that story. But yeah, I mean, I think that's just such a good example, though, of how how we all, all can be in different ways. Like, you're portraying this image of, say, not being judgmental, let's just use that. And you're saying, don't judge, don't judge. And during that same thing, you're judging the whole time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're proving your point and judging, but you're saying don't judge. I think there's so much of that that goes on. And if you're not self-aware, you won't even realize it. And then if somebody calls you out on it, you'll be mad. Mm-hmm. And just be, saying and doing one thing and being another way is the easiest way to get called out on being inauthentic
0: well also don't be afraid to admit when you're wrong or when you don't know something when i was younger i don't know if you were ever like this but i was i was scared to act like i didn't like if something somebody knew something about a subject or they asked me a question i was like scared i would try to pretend like yeah i knew about it or whatever i had experience about it now i'm like Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I don't even know what that is. Or no, I've never done that. No, tell me about that. That's yeah, I'll, interesting. I'll be like, what is what is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that's the only way you learn. And then after you pretended you knew, then you had to fake it and feel all nervous like you knew something you didn't. And that yeah. pressure was worse to me than just saying,
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you tell me about about it? Here's a good chance for me to learn. I'm exactly. not sure. And or if you're wrong, like if you do something really stupid or you hurt somebody or you say something that you shouldn't have said or whatever the case may be, don't be afraid to be wrong. Like apologize for it and move on and admit it because we're all real and we're all just people and we all mess up. And nobody's right all the time. No. no. So
1: saying you're right still doesn't change the fact that you're wrong. No. And so admitting it you know, shows some humility, first of all, that you don't think that you're right all the time. And we talk all the time about taking responsibility for your own actions. You can't grow. You can't be authentic if you don't recognize when you're wrong and take responsibility for your own actions.
0: That's right. And I mean, if you already know everything, there's nothing left for you to learn. I mean, true. I have nothing (laughs) else
1: to add to that. I mean, it's true. It's like saying you've arrived and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And that's it. Like, well, that sucks. You know, like
0: keep well, keep going. That's also a really arrogant thing, I think. Also, as if you come at people or in any kind of a, a situation to where you have sort of a superiority cl- complex, you may know something more about a subject than another person, but having a bad attitude about it and trying to prove and having an attitude of like yeah i know i mean there's a lot of things beth that i know a lot more about than you mm-hmm. i mean most things but <laughs> you're just talking <laughs> about arrogance right <laughs> totally kidding but it, you know your attitude have a good attitude about about things too and realize that you may know some you may more you may know more you may know more <laughs> about some things than somebody else but that little person that you look at and may think they're dumb and they don't know anything, they may know a hundred times more about something than you do, or they may be a much better person on the inside than you are. You know, just, just chances are, if you're thinking that about somebody,
1: they (laughs) probably are a better person on the inside, but that's what it takes though. It takes so many different kinds of people and nobody has to be right all the time. Nobody has to know everything about every subject. It's, Learning and growing together, and and helping one another, you know, having that authentic friend group. If you lose some fake friends, it's okay. Bye. The right people will find you. That's right. We say all the time to each other, whoever our, our audience is, they'll find us because something we say will resonate with them. Whatever are we going to get? The whole crowd of people that are out there listening to podcasts, no, we don't want them. Actually, very honestly, I only want the people who something that I say resonates with and they find that connection and they, they know that we're not perfect and they know that we don't know everything on every subject. We laugh and say all the time, like, we're not professionals, but we've been through a lot of stuff and all of our stuff is based on our own trial and error. And we're just sharing that because... We got some botched-up pasts. I mean, we you know, we're not perfect, but we learned through that, we grew yeah. through that, and we share that in the hopes that it might help someone else. And so everybody out there is not our crowd of listeners, mm-hmm. and we are so beyond happy about that. We're, we're grateful. We love our listeners and the people that do connect. There are people, and I feel the same way about your friend group. The right people will find you. The right people... If you're authentic and you are who you are, the right people will come along and they'll find you.